Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we are doing listener questions. Well, this is my favorite episode. I'm going to say that. Oh. It's my favorite series of I episodes. I know. Yeah. Me too. We get to see how you guys are living. We get to hear what problems you're having. And we get to help you answer them, which is kind of why Dear Alice was born. I know. Right? Totally. Because yep. Dear Dear Alice is kind of our own take on Dear Abby, which is an old advice column that they would write in. And we're actually doing that work right now yep. for interior design. And you're sending in pictures, which is so helpful because then we can really be informative and be like, okay, I know what you need to do now. Let's let's test. Yes. So, and if you so guys are you. watching us right now on YouTube, um, you can see Suzanne has got an iPad. She's going to be sketching out your scenes and we're getting and giving tech. you answers. We're yes, tech right here. yes, yeah. we're trying it. We're going to see if it works. Um, if we're only going to sketch on one project. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll sketch out others. We'll see. Suzanne always says she I can sketch better than she can talk. So maybe yeah. she'll just sketch everything. We'll see what happens on this podcast. Um, but first. We want to get into what's the worst date you guys ever had? Oh man! Uh, also, our do you want to clarify to the people you're both married right now? Yes. So this is yes. back, and maybe even give the date or like I'm circa, sorry, circa twenty. Say say ago. how oldish you were when this date happened. Uh, okay. I didn't. You go first. I haven't dated a lot of people, so the I mean, I had a couple of you know, you meet someone online and it's awkward you know that did you do apps dating apps yeah okay but this story was when mari and i first started dating so my wife Uh and it was embarrassing because we went it's the first time i'd met her family and her entire family we went to Mm -hmm. um delta boating at the Mm -hmm. reservoir yeah you did been there Uh um delta is a small town in delta 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 can i help you help you help you (laughs) remember that snl skit (laughs) no (laughs) yes i do Sorry, that was the Delta airline. But yes, we used to play Delta in high school because I'm from a small town. They're the Delta Rabbits. Mm. Oh, great. Uh-huh, yeah. We were the Richfield Wildcats. Naturally, Wildcat could eat a rabbit. So mm. we, and we always won, you which was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. So we're in this, uh, we're boating and we're uh, surfing, you know, behind the boat. And we're like 200 or 300 yards from the shore and the surfboard. And we're, we stop and the surfboard kind of like, you're trying to impress her. Yeah, I'm like, totally. hey, you know what? I'm going to be like, you know, like good and jump in the water and go get the surfboard because it's kind of like taking off. And I cannonball off the side of the boat. And I had, the water was murky. And I land in the water and instantly stand up. It was below my knees. Oh! And I was... Yeah, I was so I'm embarrassed. I've all gotten hurt. Yeah. I mean, it was. I was fine. It was more my ego that was hurt, yeah. you know? But um, everybody was laughing. Oh. Like, hey, that other boat, did you see? You know, like oh, that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, man, that sucks. Oh, uh, but I was like, there's no, like, did I just she thought, laugh? like. I bet she's oh, like, yeah. oh, he's so cute. Yeah, everyone yeah. was laughing. I was like, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we'll see you never. Because... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, hilarious. that was way embarrassing. But we trying got to be two so kids, smooth. So. Yeah, yeah. just be like nice and like, hey, you know, I'll go out and get it. I'll go. You know, yeah. I yeah. like I'll your, save the day. I like your punchline to the story. It all worked out. We have two kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's she still married me. Yep. Yeah, That's so funny. she still procreated with this I DNA know. of mine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Jess. What about That's you? That's great, guys. Mine is a sad tale, and I just don't want to bring us down. But it's it's a story that you've probably all experienced before. I was. 
well, how old was I? 1920. Yeah. What's and the year? The year is thank you for asking, Sue. The year is <laughs> is probably the in my head. Uh, it's probably uh, like 1995, four or five. And yeah. And um I had a boyfriend in high school. And he had a best friend and probably like a lot of relationships. His best friend became my best friend and he was so fun and so funny and more witty than my boyfriend. And I ended up writing him letters because you used to write letters in the old days. I wrote him letters um, all through while he was in college and he served a mission for our church. And so I wrote him letters for like two years, funny and fun letters, like so great hurting about his experience. I'm still in high school. And, and then I'm like, I'm at college aged and then um, I come home from the summer and he's home from his mission and he asks me out on a date and the relationship with his best friend was over by then. Did you know it was a date going into it? Well, yeah. He's like, Hey, do you want to go on a date? I'm like, yes, we need to connect. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't seen you in two years and I want to hear in real life because I've only read letters about all these experiences that you're having out in the world because I'm a girl that's just graduating from high school and I just haven't had the rich experiences yet. I think you're probably in the back of their head. You're like, yes, we can go on a date, but please like this isn't going to be romantic. This is just going to be fun because Mm -hmm. you're, you are who you are and I am who I am. And this has always been our relationship, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been told that before. I was like, no date. You know what I mean? Didn't go on a date. So yes. Uh Yeah. Keep going. Oh, for real? You said no to the date? If yeah, you... yeah. I was like, yeah, like that's that's fine because I mm-hmm. that's what I was looking for at the time. You know what I you mean? You wanted something romantic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I did not. So we go on a date and he's like, we're going to go on a picnic. So he drives me out to this secluded area. There's like trees. There's probably running water. Beautiful. He puts out a blanket. He's been cooking for like days with his mom and made the most beautiful picnic I've ever seen oh, and professes... His undying love for me. Friend zoned. I know. (laughs) You guys are so painful. And because I love him so much and we're such good friends and it's so hard to cross over from that. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just never saw him that way. But I was just saying though too, I feel like today, like being more mature and being older and different things are more important to you, the older you get. Mm -hmm. And I had like no life experience back then. I was like, today I could marry somebody that's like my best friend if I'm not even attracted to them. That wouldn't be the first thing on my list where back then I wasn't as attracted to him. I was attracted to his friend. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was the leading thing where really we got along more famously and we were more witty and more fun together and the pressure was off. And so I think, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel bad that um, my lack of attraction kept me from pursuing a relationship with somebody who was such an incredible human. It it all worked out the way it was supposed to. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it did. did. But yeah, whatever I, he I, is, I you know mean. who you yeah. are. Yes, yeah. yes, amazing. Okay, Sue, okay. we're stating story. So, yeah, so Tom, my husband, he was my first kiss, my first real boyfriend. But when I was a freshman in college, I went out, and you're a freshman, right? And I was like so into my major and like just dedicated. I got asked out by this guy in our like complex, right? His name was Brandon. And he like, he, I think he was from like there or Idaho. It's like really close to the Idaho border. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, like I'll, I'll chalk it up for experience. I'll go out on a date with this guy. Yeah. Not attracted to him, but like a nice dude. Uh-huh. So we go and like, there's not many places to eat in Logan. So we go, I think to a steakhouse or something, mm-hmm. probably somewhere that's like not super exciting. We go to the steakhouse. And he orders, you guys, this sounds so petty, but if you're not attracted to the person, if Tom Brady ordered this, cool. Like <laughs> you do you, Tom. be so hot. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Brandon, he, I think he ordered like 
a chicken fried steak with like extra gravy. And I like watched him eat it the whole time. And I was just like, you disgust me. This is barbaric. <laughs> like, like there's not be a second date. But yeah, I just like, I completely wrote it off. It's just such an asshole move of me. <laughs> but he was a great guy. But for some reason, I was just like, you take me to this place and you just like, you order extra gravy on this thing that I've never ever like... See, I'm I like, it could have been a raw animal. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. I was watching like him devour a raw animal. So, I mean, that's a good tip, though. It's like, yeah. hey, maybe dial Pull back. back. Yeah. Until the third date. And I'm like, bit. super into I think, you. though, like, if you were attracted <laughs> to that person, you thought they were fun and funny and they ordered that, you'd be like, that's hilarious. If Tom Hall ordered it, I'd be like, that's totally, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing hotter. But this guy, I was just, yeah. that first date, it was yeah. too much. And I was just like, this is. This is disgusting. Mm. I feel like I'm with a caveman right now. That's funny. Anyway. So it wasn't a love connection. (laughs) You didn't make out in the car afterward? Not extra gravy? Gross. (laughs) Extra gravy breath? Do not want extra gravy. Well, it probably um, was like chicken fried steak or something. I was just like, what is chicken fried steak? Which is delicious, guys. Like in my 40s, I can say that. It's delicious. That's yep. awesome. Not on a first date. Yeah. Thank goodness. I'm Thank not jumping goodness. out of boats anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no cannonballs for us. <laughs> yes. For that. Oh awesome. man. Okay. That was a good topic, though. That was, was. funny. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Let's jump into it. Yes. Awesome. The first question comes from Carlene McCarthy. She asks, okay. "My husband and I are planning to renovate our 1915 Dutch Colonial." It's a small, charming house that we are quickly outgrowing with three kids. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to renovate the kitchen and add a living room, mudroom, and primary on the first floor. The house currently has the original wood floors with two-inch strips and an orangish stain throughout. We're not planning to touch the stairs, which has a newish runner up the stairs during the renovation. Do I refinish the floors on the first floor but keep the orange upstairs? Or should I focus on keeping the entire house feeling cohesive? Any tips to downplay the orangish hues? I would say yes. Um, you should refinish the floors on the main level. Here's why. Not tear out, but sand and refinish, right? Either or. You're gonna. These floors are not going to look the same when you're done. So whatever's in your price point, you can keep it. I think the two inch is really charming. Super cute. And that continues to be the part of your home. You're just going to do a lot of um, sampling on the floors, maybe in a closet area that's less... Um, that nobody's going to see, but you're going to sand those suckers down and you're going to find a stain that is going to really tone that wood to get you a really beautiful color. Um, And then when you can get to the upstairs, you can. But here's why I say that. Because you're doing new work with a new kitchen, a living room, a mudroom, the primary on the first floor, all of these things. And you're never going to want to take your kitchen out or to take all your furniture out to get to those floors. You've got one chance to finally get those floors right and you're emptying. Yeah. You're emptying everything out. So you're going to go ahead and fix the I floors. Susan's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Susan's uh, making an M&M reference of you got one shot. <laughs> yeah. But you really do. You've got to be, put that song on while you're refinishing the floors. Cause we've got to make them right. And then when you have the your husband that you have to pay for the floors. Too. Yeah. yeah. Here's the bummer oh. is that when you do refinish the floors on the upper level, they might be different colors colors because the years and the sunshine and everything on those two inch floors, maybe two years earlier, because maybe you're not going to get up to that renovation upstairs for a couple years, but it's on another plane. It's on another level. You got to get it right when you're, when you're doing it, you've got to get it all the way right. Cause you're just, nobody's going to go back and refinish floors. Yeah. So, and the orange yeah. is going to be so such a time stamp. 
and so prohibitive to you loving everything, it's going to make it impossible for you to choose paint. It's going to keep throwing salt in your game. Yeah, it's it's just not going to be as right as it could. So, yeah. The floors are just too massive of a thing to kind of distract the eye from. Yeah, there's only so many rugs you can throw down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, the next question is from Hope Myers. She asks, I have a question for you guys. I'm not sure if you've talked about this yet, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on a beautifully designed entry and foyer. How do you engineer that magical first impression? What's your favorite flooring and lighting? What are your thoughts on front doors, hardware, knockers, mail slots, and custom signage, styling and furnishing? I love, all right, sorry. I live in Northern Virginia in the heart of colonial architecture, Mm -hmm. and I love gas lamps, Mm -hmm. hand-painted brass address plaques, and grand front doors that are a staple here. Mm -hmm. However, I've been let down by quite a few functional rather than fashionable foyers. I guess many would call many would be called mudrooms. I love a grand entrance and want to hear your thoughts on how to do this. Mm. Hope Myers. Fantastic question. We love what you love. Also hope, fun fact, I used to live in Northern Virginia myself. I can picture that very well. I also in Utah today have a mail slot. I've got a knocker. I've got the dark front door. I've got the side lights. I've got the hardware and I love it all. And I live in a very casual state. Mm-hmm. So you a hundred percent should lean way in and let's give you the foyer of your dreams or the mud hall. We can make it functional. Um, those chat um, in a nice big chest in your entry, you could have the mail key. You could have mail sitting in it. You can, we'll make that really functional. But overall, I do feel like that first impression is really, really worth making and doing it right, especially because you have eyes for it. Like you love that look. You should have it for yourself. Um, so how are we, I guess she said, I guess many would be called mudrooms. I love a grand entrance and want to hear your thoughts on how to do it. How do we give Hope Myers the grand entrance of her dreams? Hope, again, if you have a picture next time, send it on over because like then we could like really sketch on it and be like, mm-hmm. this is what I would do. And a lot of the entries that we do, the grand entries that we do, um, we love to do a tile floor. Mm-hmm. I do. By tile, we mean stone. Yes. We're oh. cutting marble or limestone. Um, we're cutting that down and making some sort of a pattern, whether it be a check or a harlequin or a plaid or some other sort of rhythm, we'll usually use two different color stones, light and dark or medium and medium and create a moment. It's almost like a rug that we're making out of tile, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's a really agreeable surface, like for all weather you're in Virginia. So you have stone like snow. So Mm -hmm. like wet boots aren't going to like ruin it. And it's like this, like really compartmentalized area that you can like do something really cool like that before then you get into like wood flooring that's going throughout. So I love stone. Mm -hmm. I love a pattern. I think that you can like you know, you can flex a lot of muscle with that flooring. And then I think, I think about all the grand entries that we've done. You think about Rachel Parcell's home, Mm -hmm. you think about Haley's house, Mm -hmm. you think about the Duns, just any of the, like our best work has some type of like center hall table. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and like sometimes depending on your staircase, a lot of these homes have a staircase, which is a really grand moment. Um, Whether you do or you don't, I think like between the floor, even like in the um, Al St. Kennedy house, mm-hmm. like that was a small entry, but I think there's a grandness to it because we did do a great stone and we had like a really beautiful chest with a really grand mirror on it. So I think depending, regardless of like the size of your space, you can achieve that look, mm-hmm. you know, with the flooring choice you make. The stone I think is like key. You can do paneling. I think a lot of these do have a paneling depending mm-hmm. on your style. Great finish work. Great finish work mm-hmm. that just like really sets a precedence before you go throughout the house. Tiger Oak, same thing. Yeah. Great finish work. 
you know, a center hall table. We love just because it's a, it's a moment, whether it's a center hall table or a chest to like have some buildup of some like big jar with whatever seasonal, some massive branches or mm-hmm. something dramatic, um, a bowl, some coffee table books to kind of introduce yourself. If it's just a chest, also in Rachel Parcells, mm-hmm. there's a portion of her entry that just has a chest with a big a mirror mm-hmm. on top of it for you to like check your teeth as you go, but it reflects something and there's like an opulence to it. And I think it's really, really beautiful. I think like your lighting yes. in a grand entry, I think is like key. If it is a stairwell, we always like integrate some type of sconce, like trailing up your stairwell. Mm-hmm. And we always have like a chandelier of sorts that's going to like drop down on top of center hall table or whatever the architecture is, something to kind of like graduate your eye up and down, mm-hmm. I think creates grandness. Yeah. And, and all this can be dependent on your style. If you're more formal, if you're more, tra- you know, traditional, modern, you can follow any of those and still have something that's considered grand. Mm-hmm. With those keys, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Great answer. Okay. So excited for you. I'm excited for Hope too. Oh, I want to see it. And yeah, so many door inspiration. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for you. Yes. Send a picture when you're done. Let's see it all. Yes. Okay. The next question is from Mandy Peterson. It's the one where we have the pictures in front of us. Okay. All right. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care, your sleep health. If you just head over to cozyearth.com and use the promo code Dear Alice for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is Dear Alice for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. Um, she wrote in and asked, thanks for, thanks for lighting my creative fire through this podcast. I'm feeling inspired and ready to make our sweet little North Beach condo into something special going with our new calm international surf cottage theme. We recently moved back in after renting it for a few months, but the one area I feel stumped by is our living room. The front door opens to a long rectangular room with a fireplace at the end. What would you do to make this space warm, inviting, and functional? Okay, this we've been studying these pictures out with you, and we're going to show you show you actually on the pod. These are a couple of pictures. I can hold them up while you draw, friend. Um, so coming into the space, you can see the front door um, back here. And then you're walking right into the back of her sofa, which she does have a console or sideboard right behind it. 
But there's not a sense of entry. She does have a mirror on the wall and then just one chair here in the corner next to her sliding doors. So interesting um, design conundrum is you have the front door, but then you also have sliding doors. So you want to leave pathways to come in here, which makes it hard because you don't want to block those doors with furniture, right? Um, I do think the room arrangement here is cutting her room in half. And all you're really able to do is have this much of a sitting area like she has. So we think we could really open up the floor plan um, and rearrange the furniture to get a much grander feel in the space and do um, a couple tricks with space planning. So Suzanne's working on the space planning. We're drawing this on the iPad right now. So you'll be able to um, see this on your screen if you're watching on YouTube. Um, if you're not, I'm going to do my best just to describe kind of how, we've, how we're arranging the room. So I can talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, you're great. So these guys can't see anything if they're okay. just listening. Okay. One thing that you'll notice, like when we do show this drawing up there, is that right now, I don't know if there's a way to do this. I know there's a way. There's always a way. But on your fireplace, one thing I would do is right now it's kind of in the corner and it's not centered. And there is ways you can move your firebox if you want to go within like this realm. You could move it centered, redo the mantle, and then create a bend in your flue so it still accesses. So there's not, it doesn't have to be heavy construction if you're shifting it over that much. Nope. So I would do that, and I would reface that to do something beautiful, some beautiful mantle. Um, I think right now you're kind of walking in the back of the sofa. And with, with that, it kind of chops your room. It's long, but it's not long enough. Some in cases that we would do like two, two seating areas where you walk in, you do walk in like the way you have it oriented and you create this entry moment with yours. I think you do need to kind of open it up more. Mm -hmm. So you'll notice in the drawing, we actually took your entertainment section with the, um, with the TV over it and put it on the opposite wall of where I've drawn the sofa. This way, when you walk into the room, you get to see a really beautiful scene where you see the sofa. You can put a beautiful piece of art above there, a lovely cocktail table, make a really large rug to kind of just like, length and like make it approachable and, and but well scaled mm -hmm. on this rug you'll probably be in the 10 by 14s like at least it's kind of like you know you want to um, boast your very best features in a space mm -hmm. one of the things that she actually has going for her is that the f is that she has a lot of square footage mm -hmm. and you don't realize the room's big because of how the furniture is currently arranged because she just wants the sofa yeah. to be facing off with her fireplace. But once she does this arrangement, all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, this room could fit a larger than 10 by 14 rug probably. This is a huge room. So the space planning is going to make it feel grand. Right from when you open the door, you're going to be like, wow, international beach cottage. Get in here with all my friends, right? Yep. We're just really working on the space planning with you. I think the look and feel of the international beach cottage could really like lean way in. One of my favorite things while Susan's drawing is, um, you guys, Million Dollar Decorators is back on the air, is on Netflix. This is a show that came out in 2011 Alice Lane was just like three years old at the time. And it was like the best thing I had seen on TV at the time. Now, since then, we've come out with what's the real estate show that everybody loves? Million Dollar Listing. Selling Sunset. Selling yeah, Selling Sunset. Sunset, Million Dollar Listing. Like we see real estate shows with beautiful homes, but we don't see a lot of decorators doing really grand, beautiful work. This hopefully will be our job one day. Hopefully we'll have a TV show. This year. This year. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> oh, this We haven't signed anything. Nothing's happening yet. But manifesting. We're, manifesting. we're manifesting. Yes. So they're showing design, which I think you guys, if you love this podcast, you need to just at least check out Million Dollar Decorators on um, Netflix. It's so fun. But one of my favorite um, at the time was Jeffrey Allen Marks. 
and he is on Million Dollar Decorators and he lives in Malibu and he has this really beautiful, when we're talking about international surf, um, what, what's she calling it again? Like an international surf cottage. Yes. I want you to look at Jeffrey Allen Mark's house because it is so lovely. The finishes are so pure and honest. He has Degorney wallpaper with fish swimming on it on one side of the wall in the kitchen and then just solid glass um, uh, sliders on the other side. And you have some of these really fun attributes. This this house of yours could be like so in a magazine. Yeah, this house has so much potential. Um, also because of, you know, the location of it, I think you said was on Newport Beach. So anyway, I'm Amazing super, place. super excited for you. But um, Suze has been sketching hard. I think you're going to love this new space plan that she came up with. Yeah, we're going to show you the floor plan as well as like a 3D sketch. But it's amazing how much you can like see the room when you do open it up and it'll, your whole house will feel larger. You're not putting the TV above the fireplace, but you're still giving it something really beautiful to walk into. Mm-hmm. So you're going to do the fireplace centered, hopefully do a rad mirror above that that can feel kind of boho, but kind of bring the light back. Mm-hmm. And that'll be really fun to style. And that'll be a moment of its own, but then it's not competing with the TV, which currently right now it is. Cause that's the first thing you see when you walk in mm-hmm. is this off centered fireplace and a TV that's also kind of disoriented. So, and I'll say to the listeners, like anybody on your space planning, you want to consider what your first impression is from the moment you open the door. What are you looking at? Right. I think most people kind of are inside the room and they're figuring out like, how do I want to live in this room? You can do that as well. But I think first you've got to consider your vantage points of what's going to be most welcoming and most beautiful to get your space plan. Right. Um, So anyway, with that, We'll show you um, what we've come up with. Okay. Uh, Next question is from Liz Johansson. Mm -hmm. Um, I chose this one because of, uh, I knew Jess had experience with Brazilian cherry floors. Sure do. Thanks for for asking. Of course. Uh, she, She wrote, I have Brazilian cherry hardwood floors and I hate them. This home was built in 2002, so no surprise with the flooring selection. I dislike the red tones and the previous owner had dogs which scratched the floors up quite a bit. Question, can I get the floors refinished and have them bleached a lighter color? I'd rather refinish them if I can. Solid hardwood rather than take them out and replace the entire house. Have you had experience bleaching Brazilian cherry floors? Any thoughts or tips? Um, yes, Liz Johansson. I, my Alice Lane house had Brazilian cherry floors in it. My mother's home today and my sister's home today all have Brazilian cherry floors. Very familiar. We're very <laughs> familiar with it. I too had a puppy at my house and I mopped those floors like it was my job. I did it multiple times a day. That puppy would go out it would come back in, little footprints everywhere. It's like keeping a black car clean. That's what these floors are like. Except they're red. You can see they're, yeah, they're like, it looks red like car. mahogany. <laughs> mahogany car. It looks yeah. like, it looks like very variated between mahogany and cherry is kind of what it looks like. There's like dark, dark brownish red. And then just, you know, that cherry color. So yeah, the undertones are hard to work with. Um, oddly enough, I haven't seen the pendulum swing back in this direction yet. I don't know when we will start to see more mahogany, but I feel like if it were me, I would take out the floors. I, I, well, here's the thing. I don't have enough experience sanding them down and refinishing them. So I guess that was her question. Is there anything, Corey, you worked with wood a lot. What do you think she could do to keep, here's, here's the great thing about Brazilian cherry. It's so hard. Yeah. So, so hard. I remember my mom saying that nail, like nail guns were popping off and like they can barely get 
It's so it's a dense material. It's a really good dense material. It's great for a floor. My mom still has hers. My sister still has hers. I think that they just put a lot of rugs down, and you know she has carpet and travertine floors and other things breaking it up, um, and other tones that are working with it. Like her kitchen is cherry. So for her, for you though, Liz, like I can see a lot of white finish work, and this house is incredible. I just have to say, yeah, I mean, we'll put these up on the screen for those of you guys watching on YouTube. It's a lovely home. This is a dream house. And I picture this being the kind of house that you would live in your whole life. You do have a lot of TNG wood happening on the ceiling. You guys spared no expense at finish work and everything. So, I mean, that being said, that looks like cherry, right, Corey? Um, I don't. But it is. It matches the warmth, warmer, right? Yeah. It's like you took like the lighter portion of the Brazilian cherry and threw it up on the ceiling. What it, looks could, like, it looks like stained pine. What to me, could though. she do? Because this is such a hard hardwood. That means it's really tight and grain. So she probably can't get a lot of soak in with a different type of stain. Can she? Bleach? Yeah. She can't bleach this, or it will look like a hairless cat, right? Yeah. So it's I think pink. bleaching and then yeah. trying to overpower that with going really dark, which you're going to see those marks it's already yeah, so it's unforgivable yeah. yeah i mean getting rid of the, that might help getting rid of the redness mm-hmm. it's so hard though and like dense like i think you know how like oak let's say like it'll when you put lacquer on it it'll yeah. yellow in the sun yeah. when this i feel like the sun is going to turn it red again yeah like almost no matter what you do but when we were reading through this i googled it just to see if there was like any anything on the internet about like refinishing a brazilian cherry yeah all the pictures looked really pink like it just, it still like carries that tone. It lightened it up, but it wasn't anything that you're going to be super jazzed about. Yeah. And on, honestly, like this was prettier than some of the, like the refinished ones are. But Also, since there's like a ton of different tones, when you put a dark stain on that, you're going to, you know, still get highs that one's, yeah, that one's going to absorb yeah. different than the one next to it. And it's going to look. It's still going to feel stripey and exotic yeah. for sure. But yeah. yeah. And, and it might end up looking after you bleach it and then restain it. Like you didn't do a good job. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be like a replace, replace, replace the floors, unfortunately. Yeah, I think so, too. Or live with it and wait till mahogany's, you know, kind of start to because, you know, it will. It's been a long enough time. I feel like my parents probably built their home in the early, like in 2000, 2001, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, up in another seven years or so, we'll start to see darker, like really dark floors like this come back with with more red in them. Um, so that's the thing. I think a walnut floor is something you'll never regret. That seems like a good everlasting darker hardwood. That's just always, always beautiful. Right. But medium enough that it's not going to show everything. Uh, Yes. Agreed. That's the key. You don't like to just get rid of like all the wear and tear and the puppy paws. You just need to be medium tone. In my opinion, medium tone is the way to go. Cause it's like. Yeah. It gets along with when the floors are lighter or the floors are darker. Yeah. 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 When should I mop you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one of our first big clients when we were um, just starting Alice Lane. She's from Las Vegas and she built this dream house in Summerlin and she had big walnut planks throughout and that was 15 years ago. I still covet that home and her floors today. Like, I just feel like it's super everlasting. So you could go with walnut. I think it would really go well with everything here. This is such a beautiful home. Um, So that could be a really nice answer. Oak has been trending for a long time. Um, I think in this type of home, an oak would be beautiful, but you'd want to do more of a medium tone and maybe a straight grain or something. Still and then oak, I'm I'm medium. tempted to say probably your husband will shoot me dead. Um, I would say I'd paint that ceiling too. Yep. Especially if you go to a different wood because then they'll just clash. Right now they're working with each other. Yeah. But any 
any other options would it'll just magnify the yeah it's gonna i mean this is this is gonna look like a nancy myers movie like from something's gotta give this house it's gonna be it's always gonna be a dream house but i just think those woods are so fickle and they're really only good for maybe a decade's time and um i think it's gonna always be agreeable if that ceiling are white It'd be beautiful. Agreed. Yeah. I feel like age will keep making it more yellow. Yep. Like it'll only exaggerate it. Agreed. Yeah. Even if you do refinish them. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, Nancy Doherty is asking the next question and she wrote in asking, uh, we are about to build a home. I love the siding shingles on Jessica Bennett's house that I saw mm-hmm. on Pinterest. Can you tell so me pretty. the brand and the color? Do you remember? Yes. Nancy. Um, I used a product called Michigan Pre-Stain. These are real cedar shakes and they, you can have them finished at the factory. And so that's what I did. I chose one of their colors that they bake on the finish in the factory. And my color was color number three. And again, the memory uh, making model, you know what, at the time, um, our coastal contemporary house on our website is also Michigan pre-stain color number three. So this was just like a style that I was loving and I got to sort of fulfill you know, all of my wildest dreams on this. Kind of that moment of something's got to give. Yes, it was something's got to give. Like, I want the house from something's got to give. We all wanted these all beach houses. Yeah, yeah. It was so pretty. And we wanted real shingles. There are hardy board, which is, you know, a concrete shingle that's going to hold the color forever. Or I don't know how often you'd have to repaint a hardy product. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're always going to have to repaint something because the paint yeah. is what. Yeah. Yeah, but not nearly as as... as not nearly as close as a real shingle. Yeah. So probably and 10 years. Or I knew that years. going into it. And I was just like, I have to have the depth of seeing that cedar underneath because the color number three is gray, but it's a warm, really natural gray because of the cedar underneath. And there's a lot of depth in, in those shingles when you get them up on a house and they're, the variation is more realistic. And it really looks like the Hamptons where a hardy board house just looks more like stickers. There's no age to it yeah. other than the paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's bit. less maintenance. And I have to tell you, I've been in my house nine years and it's time for me to do the maintenance and have a painter come and paint it. And I'm totally fine with it. And I'm going to just, I'm going to reach out to, um, Adam and I are going to knock that out. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to reach, reach out right. to Michigan pre-stain and see if I can get a couple gallons of that same color. And then we'll just spray the shink. Right. But you'd put it in the sprayer and spray yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Get up on the ladder. Yep. yep. That's what we're going to do. So it's dragon just. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Uh, we have one last question from okay. Renee Michelle. She says, I love the podcast. Thank you for sharing your experience and advice. I want to know how to add more romance to our homes. Are there colors, furniture styles, decorative items that would add more romance, but still keep the home modern and stylish? What a great question. I know. Romance. Who doesn't want more romance in there? I, I love that. Especially after our dating stories. I know. She's <laughs> yes. Oh, I keep the spark alive. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. see. I feel like um, when I think of romance, it's always sort of in the fabrics. I'm picturing like drapes puddling to the ground. Or I even think shears are kind of sexy. They a totally sheer are. drapery, right? Yeah. And very chic. I, love it. I think a slip covered sofa, like draping all the way onto the ground. Um, brings romance. It feels like you're somewhere else. Not everybody does it. That was tightly upholster things, but these draped sofas that are slip covered, I think are just like a mood. And I do find them very, very romantic. I think like watery, ambiguous, like lighter tone colors too on the wall where there's some saturations, but you can't identify it. There's just like something, again, ambiguous. Yes. And, and 
mysterious about it. Tones that like help. we look beautiful in too, yeah. like something that looks pretty with the skin. Are those more ambiguous, warm. watery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit exactly. warm. Candles. Candles um, and crystal. Getting your light bulbs the right temperature, doing a warmer light bulb, which is hard today because of LED. So we're going to do the... Like 2,700 or 3,000 max, 3,500 Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, go with those warm light bulbs. They make, again, our skin look good. They make the room just feel easy and relaxed and like you could make out in there, you know? Should. Yeah. Should. Um, I would also say, I think like antique drugs. Yes. I feel very romantic. Mm. There's just like, it sounded almost like you said antique drugs. That too. <laughs> a lot of those. <laughs> You'll feel great. <laughs> Everyone's going to look awesome. Especially the antique ones. <laughs> Man, there's the year. You got the year right. With those. <laughs> the year that you met. <laughs> Order that. Oh, oh, okay. Aside from antique drugs, antique drugs. Yes. compliment it very beautifully. I agree. I think that there's just like something so like, cause like it's a little bit faded and a little bit worn, but it's lived a really lovely, rich life. Mm-hmm. You can tell that it just like is quality. Mm-hmm. Just like your love. Your chandeliers <laughs> on dimmers, because oh, I think low light is always romantic. You're yeah, just turning those sconces so and lamps on. And if you are going to put on a ceiling light, it's going to be dim. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, all your decorative fixtures. And then in your, I feel like in your picture frame should be like black and white photos of like your people like loving and interacting with each other, um, kissing, um, piling all over each other, casual moments, nothing too forced. Sparkling eyes. Yeah. I like that. Just like those moments in time where you knew that you were in love, I think brings that feeling into the air. Love notes too. We had a client where, I mean, this is funny because they met at an Nelly concert, but he had it framed in a really great frame in his office. I was just like, snap, tell me about the Nelly concert. He's like, that's where I met my wife. Yeah. So anytime you can that's just cool. like make the walls, like tell your love story, I think is so beautiful. Yes. He framed his concert ticket. Yes. Isn't that adorable? So cute. Yeah. So tell your love story. She framed um, it for him. That's so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Um, I love that. What else is romantic? I would say they could be books. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's something yeah. like just. Yeah. I, your I books tell your story. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. Like beautiful portraiture figure sketches, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, we always love like a f- nude figure sketch. Nothing That's lovely. Nude figure sketch. Well, yeah. And you can decide like, you yeah. know, if it's. Your limits. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's limits to that. There's some people that are more descriptive in how they do it and others that are more private about it. You know what I think is sexy that I really do. We, I think we all have it. The acrylic book easel. Yes. And I think just like having books that are open and inv- inviting. Yes. You and know like, what I'm saying? yeah, like, I think it's beautiful mm-hmm. to the, just like introduce a scene. Totally. And like, what is the mood of the day and find something that's just like a lover, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, also, like, you could like put a bunch of love notes and envelopes in the spine or something like that. That yes. could be really lovely. A candle snuffer for all the candles that you're going to light. Yes. So gorgeous. So many candles. It's going to smell amazing in there. I feel like Gosh. that's one thing that when you're in love, you're like, he smells so good. I could die, right? So you need your house to smell really great. Um, throws. Sometimes when people throw the throws on more haphazardly, you're always like, oh, it's so romantic, right? Because they're more like... <laughs> tidy and tight. Oh, Throwing caution to the wind. We're I more know. tidy and tight. But I do Looks think like, like... Versace on the floor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think though, like, oh. like a throw on a sofa totally. is inviting. It's like I could lay down here right now and put that throw over me and fall asleep or me and my lover can cuddle. Romantic. We can I spoon. Know. I know. You know, yeah. there's yeah. just yeah. something cozy about that. And now pack a hide in front of the fireplace that you'd roll around on. Fireplace. For Back sure, yes, so gorgeous. Yeah, I love this. Good. I feel like mohair, like a 
a rad mohair chair like Mohair's that. Mohair's velvets. Yeah. H- high uh, texture 100%. piles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do want to just come Furs. in contact with them yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Like when them. you sit in the Jew chair, there's something just like, yeah. like oh man, this fabric. I feel great. Yeah. 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 Hand me a pipe, someone. Give me a pipe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So good. So great. Awesome. Um, hopefully that helps. Yeah. That's really great. What a great note to end on. I know. I and it's see- about to be Valentine's also, Day. Also, you guys, Renee oh, uh, Michelle, um, said she wants to add more romance to her homes, plural. Isn't that nice? So, sister, I'm excited for I bet you. She's an yeah, I'm just I don't know. Well, I'm just excited for you. It's going to be too. so pretty, and I think that's a good challenge for all all of us. We should all add more romance to our homes. Yes, do you think? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. reignite yeah. the spark. Exactly. Yeah. So, that. thanks for bringing that to us, Renee, Michelle. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you want, we have some really great services at Alice Lane. One of our favorites is our website. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so good. And uh, we've been working hard on new products to bring them to, um, to, to the masses. To the to masses. To the people. In 2024. And so we have some really fun new collections launching. And um, we're just so excited to, mm-hmm. for you to see them, check them out, rate and review them. Um, and you can buy some of the things that, you know, like, yeah, totally. Yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. We, we we do this like we do it for people. Yeah. Like and yeah. yeah. And we do it for us and our clients because we know where the voids are and what we need more of. Mm-hmm. And then they and then we create stuff. them. Yeah. But it, like it's even better than what we ever drew up. You Definitely. Know? Because we can control it and make it, you know, that of dreams. Yes. Is there a collection that you're excited for them to see? The Marvel collection. There's a couple of pieces that are coming out this year though. It might be a little bit later. The tete a tete. Is one of them. Yes. Gosh, that thing's going to be amazing. Uh-huh. Um, really excited about that. There's some stuff in the marble collection. There's a spot table that I'm, have you seen it yet? Spot table. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's really marble. Is. Guys, we're using a purple Carrera, a purple Carrera which is a white marble with p- purple veins. Nice. So mm. pretty. Speaking of romance. What's the dimple bowl in, per- what's that called again? The Petra. The Petra. Mm-hmm. Marble that, bowl. So the Petra good. marble bowl is one of my favorite things. And then we did a sculpture version of it that kind of mm. sits up. Yeah. It looks pedestals. great on our pedestals. Yeah. yeah. That, um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of other things that are still, we have irons in the fire, but alicelanehome.com. Yeah. Check it out. We want yep. you to see what we've been up to. Those being part of like Marble Collection, Jay Bennett Collection. What would they find them under? All the new Those, releases. Yep. Yes. Um, under both. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Jay, collections, Jay Bennett Collection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Check it out. We want you guys to see it. You are our people. And so we can't wait to share all the new things with you. So alicelanehome.com. If you guys have questions for the podcast, please send them to us. We love reading them. Um, with we, pictures. Yes. Yes. With pictures. Yeah. We'll do a better job answering your question. And um, you can send those to... Dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. Nailed it. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. We're going to catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating.